Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. If you are struggling with a stressed out teenager or toddler, or a child of any age, then this episode is for you. I received an email just yesterday from a mum who is struggling with her teenage daughter. This girl is going into her last two years of high school, so the stakes are high. There's final exams at the end of each year that count towards everything and really do largely dictate where our kids might go after school, what they might choose, what they might do. There's so much pending on those exams. And I remember the situation well from my childhood. And, you know, the enormity of those exams really takes it, it can take its toll on us and make us very, very stressed. And it's no different for, for kids today. In fact, I think this, the stress and pressure on kids today is even more than it was on us or me, I can only speak for myself, when I was at school. It was a long time ago now. So she, this mum is worried because she says her daughter doesn't know how to handle stress and we seem to be the punching bag for her. She told us to keep out of the way. I want to be able to know how she can handle it better. Not only has she, advan- has she advanced classes, but she's also an active member of the school And that comes with great responsibility. Her husband and her, so the the girl's dad, she says don't have the greatest relationship. He has a good heart and advises her, but she doesn't want to know. They both irritate each other. Any help would be greatly appreciated. And if you've discussed these issues, please let me know in which session in your podcast. Well, I do want to refer everybody who's listening now to episode 425 titled, You Have to Be Okay with Being Your Child's Punching Bag. And that really is the bottom line here. This mum says, we seem to be the punching bag. And I'm going to say with all the compassion and care and empathy for all of you listening, you have to be your child's punching bag. What else can they punch? Even if they had a physical punching bag to punch, they're still going to throw a few punches at you. My kids throw punches at me all the time. I get a left hook and a jab and I don't know when they're coming. And when they do, they take the wind out of me and I have to watch myself like a hawk when I'm hit by words or attitude, sassiness, you know, them not doing things they say they're going to do, them being on their phones when... They shouldn't be on their phones. All these things are like left hooks that come at us. Now we have to be their punching bags. Us being their punching bag is the way in which a lot of them are dealing with the stress. 
When we add COVID into the mix for the pressures and stress that are on all kids right now from kindergarten to, to the end of high school, they are all grieving the life that they've lost. They have lost so much in all of this. They've lost the ability to socialize with friends. They've lost the ability to sit in a classroom and wander into the halls and laugh and throw a hand on someone's shoulder. They're not going to, they're often, they're, a lot of their sports being canceled. And if it hasn't been canceled, it's been altered dramatically. I was just speaking to a mum yesterday in my coaching session who says her daughter does not want to go back to soccer because there's no point going to the practice because there's no scrimmaging and she loves the scrimmage. So what do we do? I mean, this life has changed. Their life has just, it came to a halt and it's starting up again, but it's not the way they want it. It's not the way it was. And it's up to us to really be able to help them deal with the uncertainty. And this is hard for all of us. We don't like uncertainty. It makes us uncomfortable. And when we're uncomfortable, we want to find an answer. But in this time period, we don't have answers to so much of it. So it forces us to sit in the discomfort. And as much as it's hard, if you can see it as an opportunity, as a portal to really look within and find a way to come back to being present in this moment, I think it all comes down to many things. But a really important thing that gets me through a lot of this is being present and being mindful. The, the, my description of mindfulness is being present to the unfolding of each moment as it happens, witnessing the moment with no judgment. That's where we all shoot ourselves in the foot as parents because the minute we meet a moment that we don't like, our kids punching us. We don't like it, so we resist it. We then take it personally. Therefore, we, we judge it. So we're not mindful in that moment. We're not present because the minute we enter judgment, we're in thought. And if we openly judge, we often might blame, shame and, and, and criticize, which doesn't make our child feel any better about themselves. In fact, it makes them feel worse about themselves. Then they're going to become defensive and we enter that spiral. So I, I, you know, in a nutshell, I'm going to say you have to be the punching bag. We have to find a way to not take it personally. So go to episode 425 where I talk more about that. In this episode, I want to also focus on the fact that this mom is concerned because her daughter doesn't know how to handle stress and she wants to be able to know how she can better handle it. Well, You've said it here, you know the answer here. She needs support when she's stressed. She needs you to be open, curious and compassionate. You can only do that if you can witness her behavior as just behavior. See it as a cry for help. You know that behavior is a means of communication and that un beneath all behavior is an unmet need. So her need is to feel safe and secure and vulnerable, to be able to share her deepest feelings with you about her stress, for you to help her see that perhaps a lot of her stress is actually constructed in her mind based on a thought that isn't necessarily true. 
So I love Byron Katie's work, the four questions, those four questions, Google them and have a look at them if you're unfamiliar with her work. It's B-Y-R-O-N-K-E-T-I-E. K -E -T -I -E. And, you know, the first question we have to ask ourselves when we think something. So your daughter's stressed and she's saying something, you know, out wild and untamed and out the blue that you know is absolutely not true. So you might say, is that true? And she might say, yeah, mom, it's totally true. And you're going to say it's absolutely true, like 100% true that you are going to fail this year. I'm going big here. And she's going to say, well, yeah, I just, I know I'm not going to be able to do it. You'll say, but you haven't done it yet. So is it 100% true that you're going to fail? And she'll probably say, well, no, but you know what I mean. And you go, yes, I totally understand. That's where you empathize with her. You embody her experience. You let her vent. You be the punching bag. You hold the space for her and hold the space for you. And you listen to her. Then you might say, how are you feeling when you have this thought? And she'll say, I feel stressed and I feel worried. It makes me want to be sick. It just makes me want to not go to school. I don't want to even write any tests. I'm just, mom, I can't take it. And you'll say, yeah, you don't feel good when you have this thought. Then you can say, how would you feel without this thought? And she'd say, well, I'd feel less stressed. It's less overwhelming. So if you can help her see that the thought is actually not 100% true, then you help her see that the feelings she's got around this thought can be changed if she reframes uh, the thought. Now, you're not saying to her, don't be stressed. Why are you stressed? Um, you're saying, I understand why you are, but can you understand that you are stressed over a thought? Help her see that the thought is not real. None of our thoughts are real. They're constructed in our minds. And we're seeing that through you know, our lens. It might not be the truth lens. It might be the story. We're seeing it through the story we've constructed in our head. So the only way she's going to handle stress is if she has support through the stressful moments. But if every time you meet her stress with advice, and that was the second part of this question, that, you know, your husband and her rub, rub each other up the wrong way because Typically, and I'm generalizing here, and I apologize to all dads that are listening, but most dads want to fix things. We go back to caveman days. They're the fixers. They're the find the solutions, get it, you know, make it better, move on. These are things you can't make better in a, in a conversation. You have to hold the space to allow the child to feel the feelings, accept they're all okay, and help her move to a space where she has doesn't have that anxious thought. So the problem here is, as she said, her husband has a good heart. He's a good dad. And he advises the daughter. The daughter doesn't want to hear your advice in these moments. When she's stressed, she doesn't want to hear advice. She wants support. What I will also refer you to is a really great video. If you Google on YouTube, in fact, I'll try and put the link in the podcast notes. Google on YouTube, what an oxymoron, go into YouTube and in the search um, uh, bar, put, it's not about the nail. 
and you will see a video clip that is funny, sad, and all of it. It's got millions of views because it's absolutely brilliant. The context of it is a couple are having a conversation on the couch. The woman, the female, has a nail in her head and her forehead's bleeding. The partner, the male, cannot get past the nail. She's expressing herself and telling him this story about something and how she's upset about something. He can't even hear that because he wants to pull the nail out of her head. He misses the story because he's trying to fix it. So it's not about the nail. So your husband needs to understand it's not about the nail. It's not about fixing it. When he can learn to sit in the discomfort of the stress that his daughter is showing, she will feel less stressed. And only when your child is less stressed, so in the heat of any moment, we can't fix things. We have to hold the space for them. This is my Detached Savvy Mum acronym that I've put together. And I've done a podcast on that as well. And we have to be that to support our children in the moment. When we try and fix things in the moment, like that guy did sitting on the house, on the sofa, where his partner has a nail in his, her head, he missed the point. He was unable to support her. So hopefully all of that has helped you. The last thing I would suggest is you, you said, not only has she advanced classes, but she's an active member of school that comes with great responsibility. I would ask her if there's anything outside of what she absolutely has to do that might make life easier if she uh, could get help doing or she could perhaps you know, relinquish a role that she might have at the school. There might be something. She might be sitting in various clubs. She might be the chair of a club at school. Could she basically can something to help decrease her stress? She is really struggling. And this is why she doesn't know how to handle the stress. She might have too much on her plate. Even if she doesn't, she needs help with handling the stress. So hopefully the things I've shared with you in this episode will help you and it will help all the other listeners here. I wanted to share this because I think there's something in this that's relevant to every single one of us, relevant to me too. My my youngest is going back to school tomorrow and he's pretty stressed because he's got his timetable and there's a he's got a really loaded first quarter and he's worried about it. So as much as I can't fix it, I can help him deal with the stress of it. And I can, with him, see if there's a way for us to move a few things so that the stress will be less. So we all have to help our kids deal with stress. We all have to help ourselves deal with stress. So if you have a child who is stressed, then these are the very things you need to really focus on. So as I always say in my coaching, and my group coaching, we have to look at ourselves and how we're handling it because we're really the, the main influence in our children's lives. And if we want to maintain that role as Chief Influencing Officer, CIO, then we need to know how to show up in that role so that we can influence our kids. When we try and fix them and advise them, and listen to us and have our agendas. It doesn't usually work well. So I will leave it there. Also just want to say that I'm starting my new group coaching program a week today. So if any of you want to join, 
and then email me. Do it sooner than later, louise at yourparentingpartner.com because I'll be finalizing the list and I will not be able to accept everybody. So if you're wanting to get in there, make sure you email me ASAP. And if you've enjoyed this episode and you've got friends who don't know about the show, then copy the link, share it with them, help everybody. This is a stressful time for parents and I know just how much value people are getting out of my podcast. So it makes my my heart sing. So thank you so much for listening and thank you for all your support. It helps me show up a better parent every day and it helps me support you in ways in which that truly do. So till next time, bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.